There he is. Okay. For the love of God, Adam, oh. get off the phone. Wait, and hold get on. That you, green you, 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 wait, hold on. Oh, we're not now. rolling yet, right? We're not rolling, right? No. Get that off green jacket off now. Take off the that record. Green... Off the record. I'm waiting on a big, a, a big story right now. Like, and I intentionally Broncos set this for right. later in the month because I thought, well, January 31st, everything's done. It'll be quiet. Mm -mm. And it's like, you got to be kidding me. Let's like, go. We're so here I'm just telling you, you may get the live reaction of it coming in. Let's go. Like there's what a is real it? chance. Is it the Broncos coach? No. What is it? What's I'm, I, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm just telling you, I'm flipping Adam, out. Adam, I'm we're all friends. Out. Adam, come on. I've known you since you were like 12. I practically <laughs> breastfed you. Welcome to your mom. Your mom podcast. Your mom's podcast. This isn't any podcast. This is your mother's podcast. My mom's podcast. Nah, dude, she's your mom. With Ashley Addison and Lisa McCaffrey. Your mom is a podcast. Shut up, dude. Should we start the show with some deep breaths? Exhale, yes. All is good. Big mama bear hugs to box, all the Niners fans breaths. out there. Remember um, the Kittles, mm -hmm. box breaths, breathe in for four. Yep. Hold. Out for four. Mm -hmm. See? Everybody do it is, out there. Yep. This, is, this is way more calm than I have been all week. Uh, whew. Welcome to your mom, everybody. Ashley Adamson, Lisa McCaffrey, who is 48 hours removed from watching her son's Herculean effort, like there's no other way to say it, in the NFC Championship game this past weekend between the Niners and Eagles. Christian McCaffrey truly was the bright spot. Everything else felt just snake bitten. It was not their day. So I'm just going to start with like, how you doing today? How's the McCaffrey household, Lisa? Let me take a few more breaths. Do okay. some more box breathing. What's that weird thing they do on the internet where they like tap and they do all those like, like not oh, like, yeah, the, like um, the... where they touch the mic and it's that, let's just do that instead of talking about the game, okay? <laughs> Yeah, let's not. We don't need to dissect that game. Plenty of other people have done that. Yeah, I mean, what, what did you say? say to Christian after the game? I said, dude, can you learn how to throw better? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, but how, it was a tight spiral. I got it was a that. tight spiral. It was a nice tight spiral. Yeah. I was joking. I said, dude, I felt like Giselle. I'm like, he can't catch and throw oh, and run and play defense. But no, it was it, to no. be. It was hard to watch when when Brock Purdy got hurt six snaps into the game. Yeah. That, that, and yeah. then the four string quarterback, Johnson goes out with the, like yeah. it was just one of those things. Did you yeah, think just, that did you think that you were going to that he was going to play quarterback like actually No, and, no, there? just you know waking up that morning, you know, you say a prayer for health, you say a prayer just for everybody being their best and not one time did any of that scenario cross my mind or go, you know, or like mm -hmm. just go into my head that anything like that could have ever happened. It's just I mean, that's just, we did not have the football gods on our side that day. It was just bad, horrible luck. Um, yeah, I mean, Philadelphia was our incredible team. We'd have to play our best to beat them, you know, or even come close. But when you lose your quarterbacks, it's just, I mean, you gotta, you gotta laugh. Like, I mean, it's not funny, but you're like, oh my gosh, like what, you know, what do you do? So it's one of those things it that was it was tough. not, yeah, it just felt like you were right. The, the, the football gods were not on the Niners side that day and no. congrats to the Eagles who are very good and are going to go play the chiefs in the Super Bowl, which we'll get to in a little bit, but I just, can you tell me like when you first see him after that game, 
What do you, I mean, you just, what, you give them a mama bear hug? Like what do yeah, you- Yeah, it just, I mean, you do, I did have to step back on my way walking down to to see him. You know, I thought to myself, I, it, as we, I literally shed a tear. It was just a little bit sad. It was just sad the way the whole thing, you know, it's just the way it happened was just so disheartening. It was just, what do you, I mean, what do you do? It's like, mm-hmm. so on the way down, I just thought to myself, I finally looked at Ed, I grabbed him for a second and I'm like, Ed, think about this. I mean, all those horrible naysayers and mean people were like, he's not healthy. He'll never be healthy. And he can't understand. And he made it. Not only did he make it through a whole season, but he had a really, really good successful season. So kind of like as a kind of like a fuck you to you guys, those assholes that, you know, were just so horrible. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, so he made it. He, he was he's healthy, came out of a season healthy, played incredible. I'm just I'm so proud of him, made it huge adjustment mid season and just kept rolling. So, I mean, we had to step back and appreciate the good and the positive. And, and I mean, I'm immediately all of us that were in our suite, it was all Niners families. And it was, it was a beautiful experience to experience with them because immediately we're like, we were figuring out who we were going to keep for the next year. We're like, okay, let's go. Like everybody had the right mentality. I mean, obviously we're all a little like shocked, but then we're like, okay, we, we're not losing very many people. And if we could get this quarterback thing fixed and they can implement that, that emergency third string quarterback rule, I wish they would change that. Hopefully after this game, they will. Um, you know what we, we, I see good things happening in the future, but you know, I know it's a long way away and it's frustrating for fans and for us and the players, but I mean, that's all you can do is just look for the positive and, and just try to turn it around. So yeah. And we saw him and, um, you know, he, what is he going to do? What's he going to do? He's like, you know, had it's just, that was just a, a very difficult situation to finish out that game that way. But, um, saying a prayer for Brock, um, if you need surgery, I hope it's successful. I hope he comes back stronger and healthier. Cause man, what, a, what an incredible ride he had. And it was fun to just watch him perform. It was so cool. And, and just everyone's stuff. Anyway, it's, it's just a fun team and a great, great team, a great um, team from the top down. And I just hope good things happen to them in the future because I really feel like they deserve it. They really deserve it. So beautifully said. And that's, I think that's perfect perspective because it is, it doesn't make it feel any better in the moment when you get so close, but when you do step back and realize, and to your point, I was thinking the same thing about Christian and knowing that he was dealing with a calf injury and what it held up. And he just came out there and played his ass off that first nice. that, that touchdown yeah. was just unbelievable so i yeah, i will say congrats to thanks yeah, and, and the day and before guys. He, he practiced friday and then yeah. saturday it was he was in a ton of week honest to god we didn't know if he was going to play saturday so saturday night when was, i got a text and you said give say a prayer for his calf muscle his, I said, yeah he was yeah but to be i mean behind the, he, he looked was, amazing though yeah he, he looked, was not he happy amazing. saturday i'm not gonna lie to you and he wasn't yeah. sure we saw him real quick and so all you you just hope for the best so of course <laughs> to review what happened to us Saturday night. We did, we barely slept. Um, we're just up pretty much all night. And I went down, I was hanging out with some of the, some friends from Christians that came to visit, came for the game. It was so nice. I was visiting with him and I'd left Ed up in the room. He was almost asleep. And I'm like, shoot, I better go up and check on Ed. And mind you, it's, it's midnight at this mm-hmm. point, which, but we're also on West coast time. So I run up and Ed's not in the room. I'm like, where's Ed? Did he go back? So I ran down back down to the restaurant, not there. Where's Ed? Where's Ed? Come to find out <laughs> at one in the morning, Ed's working out on the treadmill. <laughs> so you think we're stressed? <laughs> one in the morning, he's on the treadmill on his third mile, mind you. <laughs> you know what? We all deal with stress in different ways. And I will say, Coach Ed, God love you. That that's the you know, if you're if you're on a treadmill on mile number three at one o'clock in the morning, um, 
it's, it's like, a reminder to everyone out there that the families live and breathe these moments oh. with their yeah with and their all, almost all the families we were at the team hotel they were all in the restaurant the bar just talking hanging out because no one could sleep Everybody ed was, was the only one doing bench press and no, ed was and the like only burpees, one i have yeah. a video of him in, the, in that little workout room doing, pulling on it. full max bench and running oh god so that it's, was hard night oh it's yeah it's again it's hard but it is the 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 to pull back and just realize and i gotta before we first of all we have amazing guests which we're gonna get to in just a minute but before we go there can you you mentioned that you got a picture with him at the end of of the game well christian yeah we got (laughs) we got in a great fight after it was good it was kind of par for the course after all the tension we just kind of he released it on me but i kind of deserved it so so it reminded me and the reason i bring it up it reminds me of our one of our first interactions is when we were at the heisman and i was like stand up straight or whatever i was yelling at him for Uh it was a little more subtle back then this time i'm like (laughs) Christian, can you smile? Like, can you smile? Like yelling at him to smile, which is great parenting, guys. Just keep this that is in right mind. after really the game. Sure. Right after the game, and he's taking pictures. And you know, the last thing he wants to do is take pictures and smile. He just wants to decompress and talk to us and hang out. And we're making him take a picture. And I and he's like, I think he just told me to basically shut up laughing. So, but guess what? I kind of deserved it. You know what? I think you should get whatever that picture turned out to be. You should get it printed, and you should like do. You should go sign it. You should, we should do a signing because that. Is, that is a great i need that picture in my yeah in my it office. wasn't the best picture good memories oh my God, good times huh? good time. hey they're still they're still sons that's the thing they're still kids <laughs> still got moms that are saying can you stand up straighter and smile uh, um and i don't want to blabber the point that he's going to the pro bowl so he that was yeah so he did yet. end up getting into the pro bowl so that was i was proud of him so it was like you know that's i felt exciting. like he deserved it first time around but still he got in so we're going to go watch, uh, I don't know, is it a flag football? I don't even know what it is anymore, but yeah, it's in Vegas. So Ed and I are heading to Vegas. We may lose the house, but that's okay. It does. It's fine. Put it <laughs> all on red. Whatever, it's worth it. What? It's worth red, it. Put it all on red. Um, and do. then you and Ed are meeting one of my favorite Phoenix. people. Yep. We're going to see you there. And Your yep. mom, everybody, is headed your mom does Super phoenix mm-hmm. your mom does right, phoenix you know what i mean we get well, she does boy does she, <laughs> she does uh we phoenix. got a spot somehow phoenix. approved on radio row which i'm still waiting for like them to be like no you guys like, are wait a, a minute not actually who are you this isn't we thought you yet. were someone else we thought it was our mom we thought yeah. <laughs> uh so we'll talk about that and that is super exciting we're gonna have a ton of content next week in phoenix it's gonna be amazing i cannot wait to be with you guys um, so but fun. we have an awesome show today let's not belabor the point because oh, yeah. we've got a guest about to join us it's a little two for one special so i i love personally we've only done it once before with olivia culpo and her mom but when we can get a superstar and their superstar mom on together the synergy is great so if you've ever turned on espn uh, you know our first guest, Adam Schefter. He's a senior NFL insider. He's like on every NFL show, NFL Live, Sunday Countdown, Sports Center, you name it. He's got his own podcast, which is a great listen. And I think he's got like well over 10 million followers on his Twitter account, which is where he breaks all oh, sorts look, of news, which we'll get into. Yeah. Look at you, Adam. Yep. Uh, he is more dialed, though, honestly, and connected to the inner workings of the NFL than anyone on the Roger planet. Goodell. He's more yes. connected than Roger Goodell. He, I think I'm he probably knows more than Roger Goodell in some ways. <laughs> I wouldn't, I would not doubt that for a minute. Uh, but he's a big time media star now. But when you met him 30 years ago, he was just a young pup coming up yep. in the sports writing biz, right? He was a he was, he was the beat reporter for the, for the Broncos mm-hmm. way back when, and I and I I gravitated to him right away, and we always had a great relationship, and I love him. Um, and he probably hates me, but I remember way back when it was like a big joke, and his his mom Shirley, who is 
the most amazing person on the planet. I love her. It was our goal. And I, she put me in charge of trying to set him up at the time. <laughs> and yes, I worked tirelessly trying to set him up to no avail. So to no I avail. Failed. I failed, oh. but he ultimately found the perfect, the perfect mate. So yes. all is good. And so we will get into out. that too, because it's an amazing story, yeah. his journey and, and the woman he's married to now and the family that they've created. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, Shirley Schefter. So Adam's going to join us. And then Shirley Schefter, who might have, that might be the best name mm -hmm. going. Like Shirley, Shirley Schefter, Sh she should, she Alliteration should be on Alliteration to the max. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible. It Say is. that three times, I dare you. <laughs> oh, all right. Looking forward to this. Without further ado, enjoy our conversation with Adam Schefter and his mom, Shirley. Adam Schefter, welcome to your mom officially. And by the way, can I just start with you are the first male guest we have had Whoa. on this podcast. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. So you so can add that to your list of accolades. Put that on your resume. For the next hour, okay? That, that, <laughs> that, is, that is a huge honor. And I am, I am blessed <laughs> with that. And that's... Uh, that's uh that's good to know okay can okay we just, can we say that adam is waiting for like a no. huge oh we can't say okay never mind. okay we, well, adam's waiting for a big time I, guest because surely his mom is going to hop yeah. on in about exactly. 10 minutes from now yeah. that's exactly. what he's waiting for exactly. the best mom in the world exactly uh adam i know you're insanely busy you you i swear to god you have more hours in the day than any of the rest of us so i want to yeah. i, I want to know if there's a secret to that but if there is any news that you want to talk about like off the break, top or anything break, you want to break here on your go mom, ahead if there's anything you want to get off your chest just feel free yeah. uh, you know you never know you never know what's gonna happen in this world okay. right so we'll just see adam see you know what you know what i love that lisa's always always been on the cutting edge of news oh yeah always pertinent news the good news not the stupid yeah. stuff that you report that nobody really cares about. i have the, <laughs> i have the inside scoop like Who's dating who? What's going on behind? Yep. So, and that's. Yep. Tell me when you two first met, Adam. What What do you remember about meeting Lisa back in the day? Well, in, in all honesty, oh. I'm a young newspaper reporter who's just trying to figure out my way in the world, <laughs> and Lisa was kind, thoughtful, considerate, probably, and a reporter's dream. In a reporter's dream, because she was so much more colorful and engaging than her husband <laughs> it wasn't even funny so if that's i'm not saying post, much either at all most game story like am i gonna go you to know what? or am i gonna go to lisa mccaffrey this, I'm gonna go to pin, lisa. this pin was more animated and engaging <laughs> than ed mccaffrey <laughs> that's true yeah that's true and there were many times i would call lisa for quotes and in all honesty you're welcome i, I, I put stories. adam on the map basically i put him on the map <laughs> We go back a long ways. She tried job, saying, she yeah. tried setting me up at times. Exactly. I, that's what she yep. was saying off the top. Yeah. Shirley, Shirley had my ear on the side. Please find him a nice, a nice girl. Please, please. And I did my best. I worked my magic. I everybody, everybody so did their hard. best. Everybody did. We were everybody all did. It was a Adam hopeless up. situation. Like, yeah. Yeah. We had a big bet. Whoever sets Adam up and it sticks, we get a big prize. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> that, it was, it was, that was a bigger deal than those Super Bowl wins back then. And no one, no one claimed it. <laughs> you know what? In all honesty, I look back on my time in Denver, the 16 years I spent there around those teams and those people, including Lisa, as a very formative time in my life because I learned about the National Football League. I learned about people. I learned about being a professional. I learned about things you could and couldn't do. Um, I learned about Lisa's nannies. I learned about all sorts of things out there that I wouldn't have uh had the opportunity to do in many places and the people were so incredibly kind and thoughtful and generous. And it's why Denver always will have a place in my soul and why I always will look back on it 
with incredible fondness. And, um, you know, look, when, when I was having my 50th birthday, my wife's like, what do you want for your birthday? I said, I want to take you, my family, to Colorado. And so we went to Colorado and uh, the Shanahan's were kind enough to have a little lunch. And I wanted the McCaffrey's to come over and Ranger. they came over. It was the McCaffrey's, the Shanahan's, the Schefter's, a few other people. Um, and it's it just, like I said, that's a part of my heart and my soul and will always be a part of my heart and soul. So Adam, I did, 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 did I just get you a little emotional there, Lisa? I, you did, because I know yeah. I remember way back then and you just starting out trying to make your way. And I loved you right from my right the, the minute I met you. I'm like, OK, he's going places. This guy's good. Like you were you had a, a, a quality about you that I wanted. I gravitated to you. You were easy to talk to. Like, I get why you're so successful. I, I feel like I predict I could have predicted it back then. Thank so you. I did. That, I watched that, you work. That, and it's been so fun to watch you take off and couldn't happen to a better guy. So I'm, I'm so nice proud of you. And don't say bad things about Christian. But you are just amazing. You're one of you're my favorite. I, obviously, everybody looks to you. Oh, what's the scoop? Did Adam tweet it? Then it's legit. Did Adam? But no, you have built an amazing career. It's been so fun to watch. So thank you. Congrats it's, on uh, everything. So. And 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 oh. I've always looked out or after not at, well, out and after both. We, we don't have to. We, we don't. We don't have to go any further than that. Uh, to uh, with your family, whether things that are going on, right? Yes. Like yes. Things yes. are going on, right? Yes, yes, very much so. So thank you for that. Appreciate yep. it. Yep. And yep. so, and so even, even when Christian's getting traded, Lisa called me. Yep. She asked me, should I book my plane ticket to Charlotte this week? And I'm going to go see <laughs> Christian. I said, don't book that plane ticket. Don't you book me that plane bucks, ticket. So thank you. I owe you dinner. <laughs> I was texting with Christian. I'm like, here we go. Get ready. Get ready. Buckle up. And honest, even, even, and I didn't buy my ticket per your request, but I didn't think, I still didn't think it would happen. I really didn't. Even though I, I, I didn't get my ticket, so thank you, but I didn't. And you know what I was saying? Like, coaches remember plays from games. Like, I'll bet Ed could remember certain plays that he is involved with coaching now, and he can remember plays when he played and and your boys too. But reporters remember stories, and I can remember where I was. It was a Thursday night. Christian got traded. Mm -hmm. Probably if we go back and look at the timestamp of the tweet, I'm going to guess it was about 1025 Eastern, roughly, when the call came in that he was being traded officially. And you just remember those things. And I remember the two, three days leading up to it and all the anticipation and everything that was going to go into that. And the Rams were interested and the 49ers right. were interested. And you could just kind of see it unfolding until it actually happened. Right. And Christian was traded to a place that really worked out great for him this year. Yeah, it was incredible. But prior to that, that Saturday at about, I want to say, three o'clock in the afternoon, Denver time, you tweeted out that it looks like he's going to be traded. Okay. Horrible timing. Thank you, Adam. You did not consult me on that because I'm sitting at watching Dylan. Dylan um, goes, somebody knocks his head off during the game and he's down. You tweet that. My phone blows up. Luke, who I can't be at his game, is in double overtime at another game. I have it on my phone watching him, watching Dylan, watching everything transpire. And then that tweet comes out. I'm like, I didn't even know what to do. I literally it was the end of the game, Ed's game, and I ran onto the field and I grabbed Ed. He's like mid, you know, his post game speech, and I'm like, I'm like a tear in my eye. Chris is getting traded. Adam tweeted it. It has to be real. So thanks a lot, Adam. Adam, I think you should have to check with moms before yes. you send those breaking news alerts because well, you, yeah. you do. I mean, the world blows up when you send something like that. Well, you know no, that. there are there are many moms that I check with on things, but Lisa <laughs> would fall into the unique category of having a mother that I would need to check with. Before before I tweet actual news, yes, that's correct. Uh, who's your besides Lisa? Who's like your fa one of your favorite moms that you've ever yeah, who shall been connected have? with? Who's at the I, top of the I, I can honestly say that Lisa is my favorite <laughs> players. Like I had a lot of interaction with her. 
Yeah, um, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we, we had a lot of interaction. I'm trying to think of others. Like there were many, many other wives that I dealt with quite a bit. Like I love Peggy. She's great. Yeah, Peggy's the know? best. And um, uh, I had a lot of dealings with Julie Romanowski. That was always interesting and fun and adventurous. <laughs> Those are always fun. I still see her periodically too. I could say it now. Like I remember the time I'm writing a book with Romo and she didn't like some of the stuff that was in it. And she basically threw us both out of the house. That was kind of fun. <laughs> you know? Get out of here. Yeah. And I'm out with Romo and we're in his friend's apartment in San Francisco. I'm like, what am I doing sleeping on the couch in some guy's apartment in San Francisco? How did this happen? <laughs> The stories oh, that you could wow. probably tell, Adam, if you could write like a tell-all wow. book, and you have written many books, uh, yeah. which we'll we'll One talk about later. Favorite. But you. but I, your mom did just pop up, so should we? Let's get let's really sure. make this thing a party here. Yeah, oh, here we go. Yay! Hi, Lisa. How are you? Chef. Now the party begins in now the house. This, this is my favorite mom ever. Yeah. Adam, do you want to introduce? Uh, can you can you give yeah. us the the two sentences, oh, and sentences and bio on your mom? There's Papa making a grand appearance in the camera. Doesn't even realize he's on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's him. He just he just Good wandered ball. into the live shot right there. Had no idea that he wandered into the live shot. Right. Had no idea. His feet are sticking out over thing. mom's right shoulder. There's his feet. <laughs> There's feet. Look at the interview with this. There's right there. feet. Tell Papa so to pull good. his feet, and there you go. <laughs> it was the best entry to a podcast of all time. Ever. But no, by no, far. That is the most typical entry to a podcast of all time. <laughs> that my mother's coming on, my father's wandering to the house, and he puts his feet up in the couch where his feet are in the back of the live shot. It's perfect. I'm happy he had his clothes on. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah, we're lucky. <laughs> yeah, we're grateful for small things. There we go. There, 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 Adam, introduce phone. your mom. This is Shirley Schefter. She lives in Florida. They 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 she left us. To, they they the used rule. to live in New York. I moved. I left Denver back in two thousand and six to move to New York uh, to be near friends, family, to be back where I grew up, and then. I would say, how long ago? About five years ago you moved to Florida, I'm guessing? It's, almost, it's over six already. Okay, okay, well, there you go. Over six yeah, years. Anyone, that, any mom, any older person that turns 70, it's rule in New York, you have to move to Florida. Yeah. It's, it's it, Jewish bylaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jewish bylaws. They move down to Boca Vista or wherever it is. <laughs> That's your Boca del Vista. Boca Vista. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the rule. You have to do it. So, of course, she's in Florida. And so, and so just a little bit further, a little bit more. My mother... Uh, had me when she was, I think my mother was 21. She got married. Am I right, mom? 21? No, 18. Oh, 18 I had, had me at 21. Okay. Well, 19. Wow. Okay. So I, I was a little off. I knew my math was a little off. You were married at 18? No. Oh, they weren't married. I either. graduated high school in June of 65 and got married in December of 65. I was so married 18. December 65. I was born in December '66. I was born December '66. I was 19. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. So is I this? Mean, it, no wonder you guys know, look like you could be siblings. Yeah. yeah. That makes a lot more sense to me. Of what, yeah, you guys look like you could be siblings for sure. It's sister, not a mom. Yeah. I, Shirley, I do uh, well, want to let you before Adam hops off, and I've got a couple questions for him before we let him go, but. Is there something, this is probably one of the first times, or maybe you guys have done podcasts together before. I don't no, know. But, no, first time okay. ever. First oh, time wow. ever you've done a Is there a question that you would like to ask your son that you no. always wanted to ask <laughs> on a public forum? 
<laughs> Don't worry, Adam. I thought long and hard so that I wouldn't come up with anything that would be too detrimental to either one of us. And I came up with, <laughs> how would you be living your life if you weren't involved in sports, which is now a 24-hour-a-day job? So if you didn't have, if you had like a normal nine to five job, how would your life be different? How's that for generic and not that, 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 that's, that, that's a very deep, um, meaningful question uh, that only my mother could ask because she sees what it's like to kind of live this all the time. And, and you can't, you don't, this job is 24 uh, seven, basically. It, 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 yeah. it literally, it literally never stops. And it's at the detriment of your family and your friends because right. you don't, you don't have a normal life like a coach, right? right. Like a coach right. doesn't totally, you not, it's non-existent basically for a while. And your wife is left to pick up the slack. And yeah. But, he, but coaches, they get their lives back after the season ends and, and not in college. Then you start uh, recruiting. So yeah, no, it never ends in college. There's hard, rarely a break. Maybe in July, there's a little bit of a break. But that's it. Yeah, and, and and that's not a complaint because I couldn't love my job any more than I do, and but it's a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I recognize the uh, the impact that it has on relationships and and everything. Like it's just you know it's hard to do everything. It's hard mm -hmm. to do everything, and and I and I try to do a lot of things, um, but there, there's no doubt that there are sacrifices and, you know, and I, I don't live a normal life. Right. Just don't. But you have a really good support system around you that understands that. Or it yeah, seems, the, it my, seems. My, my five dogs definitely do. You're, definitely. you're five dogs, you know, they, they, they understand. Dogs, yeah, they, <laughs> right? they, they, they're they, very supportive. That's good. Well, they good. Are, they are very supportive. They're your safety net. <laughs> yeah, I got one of them laying on my couch right here. Like if, if I could turn the camera, like we, we, we could, hold on, I'll bring her over here. Hold on a Ella, of course. Ella, yeah, do, do you see, by the way, uh, just I want to point out that he dodged your question, Shirley. He okay. is not, he still has not answered the question. No way. So. Hi. This is the this question. Oh I come up with that. Yeah. Okay. This, that. Is the, that this, is the dog, this is This is the dog that follows me everywhere. No way. This is oh, Ella. She's, she's, she's Ella over six. Ella understands the world you live in. Ella's she's over, lady. Ella's yeah, she's lady. over 16. She, oh, she oh. can't hear very well. She can't see very well. That's the perfect marriage. And she barks at walls. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ex exactly. But she, she is, uh, she's always in my office and always hanging out here. And, uh, and, awesome. and, she, and she's old lady Ella. Aw, she's perfect. That's yeah, she, so, that's so cute. Uh, she has oh a God. knowing she look. Like she, she looks look. like you. She bizarrely looks like you, Adam. She, she's she's been on Get Up. People might recognize her mm -hmm. from Get Up. Okay. She yeah. literally looks like you. She has a face she, for TV. You do look alike. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she alike. she's the old lady. She's uh she's sixteen and over sixteen. We have we have two of them that are about twelve, about, and then we have wow. two that are just over two. But they're five labradoodles. Oh my god. And uh, and uh, there's no there's no real estate in the bed at night, Lisa. Like <laughs> you roll over into and you're right into dog ass like every single night. That's so comfortable. That's how that does sound lovely. Okay, but Adam, you you didn't answer your mom's question. So I'm not going to let you off the yeah. Oh, yeah. So what would I do? Yeah. Honestly, like? I could never do anything um, that would provide me the satisfaction, fulfillment, and um, interest 
that this job has. I, I, and, 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 and I'm so unqualified to do so many things. Like I would be an abject failure <laughs> in so many different areas, except this one. Like, you know, you know I, I don't suck in this area. I would be a horrible, like uh, incapable of being a handyman or a plumber. Yeah. I could yeah. never do anything oh, like man, that. I, I could never Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I do I, not I, want you to my toilet. I agree. I agree on that. Yeah. I, you don't need to changing a light bulb. Nor a light bulb. Yeah. And by the way, you can see Ella over my over my left shoulder. Like there, there she is. Her, her face is sticking up. That's you, maybe you could be like a dog. Yeah, you could be a dog walker. Dog walker. You would be a great like with like twenty dogs yeah, out there. I could just see you down New York City. You know, you know. You know what? You know what? I might have done. In all honesty, um, I might have done something like my like in the field of nutrition or okay. uh, mm. exercise or um, something like that. Cool. That that. Again, I, I don't have many skills at all, so there aren't many things I could have done. Um, well, good. Okay, but you Adam, found, the skill that you have that yeah, honestly, and I've been in this call. business for a long time, but it, that you have that is masterful is, yeah. and it, it is like the 1% of 1%, your ability to connect with people and maintain relationships. Like I don't, is there a secret sauce as to how, because you, you can't do what you do. There's plenty of people who know a lot of people in the yeah. NFL. There's plenty of people who will work night and day, but you have this uncanny ability to connect with people and maintain those relationships in a way that allows you to do your job. So what, like, where does you know, that come from? I, I, I don't think it's, uh, well, I had great examples from my parents, my mom, you know, my, my, my dad, uh, uh, he's quiet in his own feet. ways. Yeah. He's, he's, he's you know what, feet. Lisa, yeah. honestly, I think that may be one reason that I was drawn to you and Ed is that you are like my mom I'm and really Ed is like my dad. Oh, but funny. my dad is a little bit more clueless than Ed. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. You haven't seen. That's pretty clueless too. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, I'm I'm also oblivious in my own way. Like there are things going on in my house. Like my wife will walk in. I'll walk in, and my wife will say, "Like, I don't know. Didn't you notice I a new kitchen you. table?" I'm like, yeah. "Oh, wow! I, I thought something looked different." You know, yeah. like like that's me. I'm also oblivious in my own way. <laughs> that's true. Um, but. But you I think, have your I think mom's that, ability. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not as personable as my mom. I am not as personable as my mom. She she is far more personable than me. She's far more bold and daring than me. Like she she would have no problem, you know, going up and talking to anybody. Whereas I would be shy and bashful. Um, Do you think that Dylan, your daughter, got your mom's personality? Because she's bold. She's incredible. She's got a, a personality beyond belief. I think uh, she, she reminds me of Shirley a little bit. What do you think, Shirley? <laughs> yes. Dylan is a mini me. Yeah. And so is Sydney. Both of my granddaughters. And also, they yeah. also have if the evil eye. If one thing's out of place, they see it. Like when Dylan was a little girl, I had a frog hide a key and I hid it so well. And we're walking into my house and she goes, oh, Grammy, I love your new frog. <laughs> she kept walking. I go, that was really hidden well. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> She, she, she's very, um, perceptive and quick Dylan. Like, you know, one of the stories that I always tell is that I remember I was driving her to school. She was probably four years old and she was not listening and she was acting up and we're driving down the road. I know, I know exactly where we were about a mile from my house. And, um, and she said to me, she go, I, I'm, I'm talking to the car. I go, Dylan, you know, you, you have to listen to mommy and you can't do that. Like, that's not right. 
And she said to me very quick, dad, you need to keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> like you're on a winding road. And I'm like, I'm like whoa. <laughs> whoa. Good point. You know, so that, that's, uh, but I, I'm not as outgoing as my mother. Uh, I'm not as uh, socially bold as my mother. Uh, I, I just think when you ask about what it is that connects you, I just, I ultimately, and I, th I think Lisa will understand this. I just ultimately try to be fair to people and I try to um, be honest and, 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 and honestly, just not be a jerk. Like there are a lot of jerks out there. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. they, I was just they, at the Eagle Stadium this weekend. Yeah, I can adjust <laughs> to that. <laughs> yeah. But that was fun, huh, Lisa? Oh, that yeah. was a blast, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not come home with stitches, so yay! <laughs> <laughs> that was that was something. That, that, I've not, I have rarely seen a game, certainly a playoff game, where almost from the get-go, there was no shot. I know. No, no. Same, same. It was like... Very disheartening. It, it yeah. was a tidal wave of misfortune exactly. and mistakes like it was right. like wow that was a good way to put it that no. was a good way to put it yeah it was you're absolutely right I mean, there's nothing you can do how do you how do you even prepare for that right and you go in thinking, like <laughs> san francisco can win this game let's see what happens and right. like they, they right catch away. the Third they play. catch the pass it's not a catch right, right. stands touchdown brock hurt bosa yeah. hurt Josh Johnson hurt. Cam and did Ronald. you did you hear how Bosa got hurt? The most freak thing yeah. ever. Yeah, he was they, on the they, sideline. Yeah, no, 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 we saw it on TV. Sliced him while he's we, on the sideline. What? We, we saw it on TV. We saw it on TV. It, yeah. it, 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 I, it was just and Christian ran for the touchdown, and it was seven seven. I'm like, yeah, but it didn't feel it, like seven seven. Yeah, yeah well, well, but not only did it not feel like seven seven, but that there was about that was about a two minute stretch in that game during the entire three hours where you thought, well, well maybe they could do something. Like it was yeah. two minutes out of three hours where you thought, well, maybe they have a shot here. Maybe. And then no, no, they don't. No, no. And then the, that one drive where they ran all the way down 71 yards of penalties. They got it. They, they oh, ran that down. was painful. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing was, uh, was incredible. Yeah, it was a train wreck. So it was, it was Adam, good. what's your, what's your top Sorry. Super Bowl? story like what are the what's well, the there's a million of them i'm sure but like what's the one my mom's you're... laughing because everybody knows that you know I, I used to take my parents to the super bowl with me mm. and, and, and they would stay in my room no way well hold on and not only would they stay in my oh, room not only would they stay in my room but they stayed in my room at times there was a year where i brought one of my girlfriends and they no, stayed in the room. No, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh See, my gosh. Ashley's reaction is very much like the reaction that other people have when they hear that story. That's amazing. I love that story. <laughs> that How, is that's so good. A, a, sleep a suitable sleepover. Rick Riley had the best line. Rick Riley, we used to have dinner with Rick Riley. First, he didn't want to have dinner with us, but Adam convinced us that we weren't like normal parents. He would have a good time with us. So once he went out with us once, then it became a, a yearly thing that he had to go out with us the second night of Super Bowl week. But he had the best line. He would say, Adam, who has it better than you? You go to all these beautiful girls in the lobby and you go over and you say, hey, you want to come up to my room and meet my parents? <laughs> Oh my, oh my god so shout, are you guys going to the super bowl this, so are you having your parents in your super bowl this this year or are they staying with you or are you did that invite you going Nick? no that, that ended where, where were we jacksonville that ended in uh, jacksonville yeah 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 did it break <laughs> did it break is nope, the story breaking no nope, no nope, nope. not yet well surely if you want you can come out and stay in my room 
I'd be yeah. happy to have Shirley, you. Shirley, you can you can Stop absolutely saying. come stay with us. Yeah. Yes. Open sure. invite. Well, you are you going? This. Yes. About five o'clock, I got word that Dylan needed somebody to take her to media day. So yesterday at five o'clock, I found out that I'm leaving Florida to go to New York Sunday morning to pick up Dylan to go to Arizona no for way. media day Monday and flying no home way. on Tuesday to New York to drop her back oh on my way home to Florida. Oh my gosh. That's a whirlwind, but that's a blast. How fun. Yes, it is. is she it's not a problem for me. Yeah. Oh, oh, I would do that in a heartbeat for a grandkid. Grandkids can we interview best. Dylan at me? Because Lisa and I will be there. Can we interview Dylan? Oh, you'll Dylan? be you'll be immediate day? Oh, you know. So my mother's going to be there with my daughter. All day. Surely, we're interviewing you. Done. I, forget about all those other loser okay. players. We, we're, we know now who we are going to media day to talk well, about. Well, well, Shirley and Dylan. We'll get that yeah, so how, come, how come you ladies are going? How come um, you, you know, because we have a global podcast. What do you uh, mean? I'm not sure if you heard about it. I don't. Yeah, Adam. Moms are important. I'm, I'm moms are people Listen, too, Adam. Yeah, my mom's going too. She's going to media day too. <laughs> there we go. Oh. You're making her be the nanny, though. We want well, her as the star. Adam, I feel a little bit badly because I told you we were going to keep you like 15, 20 minutes, and here we are. Uh, we okay. have blown That's through okay. that threshold, fun. and I know yeah. that we're much friends, old friends. Coming. He's working. Literally, this is his job, though. He technically yeah. has doesn't have to leave his basement because he works on his phone constantly. He <laughs> no, he's in his office, not his basement. Oh, he's always office. Which, yeah. That's okay. okay. Yeah, that's okay. It's, it's Can you good. tell us? I want to make sure I get this question in. Yeah. You alluded to how amazing your mom is and what a people person she is and all these things. What is your favorite thing about having Shirley Schefter as a mom? She She's just a social animal. Like you could put her in any setting and she have friends with everyone. She'd be friends with everyone by the end of the night, every and time. And know their whole story. She'd know everybody's story by the end of the night too. That, yeah. that, that, that's her. Good. Like that, yeah. that's, that's what she does. And, and so, uh, everybody, you know, loves her and in her Boca del Vista community, you know, I'm sure she's, she's the, uh, you know, the mayoress of, of Boca del Vista down there. Like they moved into a community and they now know everybody there. And yeah, totally. Adam, do you think that she, from everything that you're saying, like, I feel like she might actually be the best NFL insider if she decided she wanted to be. There's no doubt that that's what she wants yeah. to do. Yeah, she could go do that. Yeah, absolutely. Because everyone would return she, her call. Yeah, but she she's not as good as keeping a she's not as good at keeping a secret as I am though. That's oh, that, that's the that issue. Part of it. But you know what? That <laughs> might be even better. <laughs> it's better. You don't have that. Think of how many more Twitter followers she would have. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? It'd be the best. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right, Adam Schefter. We're gonna let you go so we can get the real dirt from your mom. Okay, that's it. I'm done. Well, but we'd I love want, to keep stay on if you want. If you're really just hanging out, we'd love to keep you. But I just, I, f yeah. I feel. Well, I appreciate. I have to go ship my clothes to uh, to Las Vegas for next week, so that'd be good. And uh, do you ship and your you whole never know wardrobe? What's gonna like, do you ship? Who, oh yeah, who does your wardrobe? Who who does your what's me? What's the wardrobe situation. <laughs> me, me. Uh, okay. I, I, this yeah. year I did some work. You know, uh, Jack Victor sent me some suits this year. That was very nice of okay. them. Okay, sweet. And uh, hopefully they'll want to continue that. If they do, great. They've done a great job. And if not, then we'll see. My favorite look, by the way, for you, um, and I, I like had to do a double take because I just had it on in the background, but it was a Monday night game and I'm forgetting who was playing. And you just went full shirtless uh, with the chains. <laughs> that was really, how did that come up? That was amazing. Well, you know what happened with that story? Um, and, and by the way, like I can't tell you how many people I walk by and they go, take off your shirt. 
Take off your shirt. I'm like, that's become a <laughs> Lisa thing. said it when you sat down. Yeah, she didn't yeah. want you to get rid of that. Yeah, green take off your shirt, you know? And and uh, so we were doing Come On Mans. We do Come On Mans on Monday Night Countdown every week. And we were in our production meeting. And the producer said to Robert Griffin III, Robert, we want you to do, being that you played with Kirk Cousins in Washington, look at Kirk Cousins coming home from Washington back to Minnesota. He 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 takes off his shirt and he's dancing around with the chains on. And, and Robert's like, yeah, I'll do that. Great. And I said to him, I thought back to when Stevie Johnson, the former Buffalo Bills wide receiver, once caught a game-winning touchdown pass and he showed up to his press conference uh, in a white tank top. And Chris Carter was on Monday Night Countdown at the time, and he's and he's doing the last come on, man, on Stevie Johnson. And he says, yeah, Stevie Johnson catches the pass, and this is how he shows up in the postgame press. How can you do that, Stevie? What are you? Stevie, you're facing the nation. Everybody's watching you. You can't do that. And they come out to Chris Carter, and he's sitting on the set in that white tank top that Stevie Johnson was wearing. And I always remember that. It happened like a dozen years ago, right? When I first started. I'm like, that was very funny. Very So memorable. I said to Robert... You have to take your shirt off and put the chains on and kind of really go full Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And he said, ah, yeah, my wife, I don't think my wife will want me to do that. I'm, I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, I, I think it'd be great, a missed opportunity. But if you don't want it, it's your call. It's your come on, man. Your call. Have at it. He's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do it. So I get in the car with my producer to ride over the stadium. It was like three in the afternoon. And I said, uh, you know, if Robert won't do it, Maybe I should do it. And he goes, you, you do it? And I go, hold on. Let, let, let me let me, let me, uh, let me ask some people here. So we had this guy driving us named Denzel, who's a great 22-year-old guy, you know, productionist, just a great guy. So I called my boss first, Seth Markman. And I said, Seth, I wanted RG3 to do it. He didn't want to do it. Matthew Gabbard, our producer, now is asking, you know, if I will do it. What do you think? And he goes, I don't know. Ask Denzel. This is how big decisions are made in ESPN. <laughs> Ask the 22-year-old production. I go, what do you think, Denzel? He goes, oh, yeah, you have to do it. Love I'm like, it. really? He said, "He said, yeah. I said, hold on. Let me call my wife. Like, Robert's wife didn't want him to do it. Let me yeah, check with my wife. Yeah, better get that clearance. I go, what do you think? And she starts to say, oh, yeah, you have to do it. Love it. So I'm Wait, like, did you ask Shirley though? Well, no, I did not. So hold on. No. And in fact, I'll tell you something funny about that after. So we're in the stadium. And by the way, it's, it's very cold in the Superdome, like really cold. You, we and could so tell. We, yeah. we know, we now we, know. We get to the come on, man. I take off my shirt and I notice that like the band that's on the field, everybody's looking at me like, who's this idiot with his shirt off on the football field. Right. So they come out to me, we do the thing. I get back my phone, which I had given to one of the production assistants to hold because my shirt was off. And, and there were like 37 text messages within no way within no. 60 seconds. Like it was people that you would never imagine, like mm -hmm. serious people being, thank you for cracking me. And the Love text it. just See, kept and look, coming. and Ashley remembered hold on. it up. So, yeah. So, so, so you know, the next day, it's like, you know, Tuesday afternoon, four o'clock, I had already flown. I called my parents. I'm like, D did you see last night? Do you hear anything about last night? And my mother's like, your father was watching, but he never even mentioned it to me. <laughs> right, mom? Do I have that right? Yes. Yes. He saw him. He didn't call me. He didn't tell me. Everybody the next day was telling me about it. I said to Jeff, did you got to hear what Adam did? He goes, no, I know. I saw it. 
I said, you saw it. I was in the next room. You didn't call me in. You didn't say anything. You didn't. Oh my God, you're married to Ed. It. You're seriously married to Ed. You're right. I Ed. told you. I told Ed. you. Oh my gosh. Totally. <laughs> Wait, Shirley, was that the most proudest moment oh, yeah. of Adam's career? Would you say? Well, one of them. There were a few. There were a few. The Lambo leap was pretty impressive. <laughs> I don't know who jump. I don't know who jumps higher, me or Christian. You know, it's pretty close. It's, it's close. Same. Yeah, I loved it though. Honestly, yeah. though, and it's to the point of like we all. I think it's easy to start taking yourself really seriously in this business because you do. There's, there's a lot, and it is stressful, and there's all these different things at stake that sometimes they feel. But when I looked up and saw you with your shirt off and those chains, and I just, I couldn't even hear what you were saying. And I was dying laughing. And I'm like, good for freaking Adam Schefter. It. Like, it was just, it was like my favorite moment of any broadcast this year. You know, so, the funny thing is. Hats is off for not been, taking yourself too seriously. Thank you. Yeah, well, that, that was the whole thing, right? Like, I take my job very seriously. But as some people say, sometimes it's good not to take yourself too seriously. Mm -hmm. uh, I got, guys, I got to go. Okay? What is it? You What's go. breaking? What's I gotta breaking? Go. See ya. What's breaking? Right, we'll no, Adam, what's breaking? Go, Adam. Go, Ryan. Break it off. Did you see the prank he did on April 1st? On April Fool's Day, the prank he did to one of the no, newscasters. It was a female. She was on air with a guy. And she goes, oh, oh, Adam's calling. Oh, Adam's calling. Like, everything stops. And she goes, oh, oh, what, what? And it's back and forth and back and forth. And she goes, wait, wait. And he goes, wait, hold on a second. And she's holding up the whole broadcast. And this is going back and forth. And finally, she goes, breaking news, breaking news. What is it? What is it? April 1st. Oh, Adam, you dick. I'm going to get even with you. <laughs> she was so pissed. She ruined the whole broadcast. Love it. Oh, it's it so good. good. That's a good That example. goes back to just being able to have fun with yeah, it, you know, because exactly. it does. It can, I think it can get so stressful and, and it, obviously there's a lot of stakes. Right? I'll tell you, um, I won't mention names, but we were at the owner's meeting once. I, I, I was always a fill-in and I was there with him and the kids. And one of the coach's girlfriends came over and said, oh, I'm not going to mention names. I almost said it. I thought so-and-so was having an affair. He kept sneaking into the bathroom during the night, making phone calls, and I was so nervous. When he took a shower, I took his phone, and then I found out he was calling your son at 3 in the morning. So no I way. said, well, I could assure you, Adam's not gay, and they are not having an affair. <laughs> but were there any shirtless selfies that Adam sent? That's <laughs> that was before. That was prior to Adam's shirtless selfies <laughs> that's, oh, that's amazing good. what that probably is a relief you know when you think that maybe your husband is having an affair and then you realize he's just our ladies uh, way to text adam schefter business beckons i i enjoyed our time together very much we will you're the be best in touch. adam we'll okay, see you well, in arizona so it, it was it's false alarm <laughs> no false alarm. It, it, it's it's fluid things are fluid we'll talk fluid. thank you okay Ma, we'll be in touch you. we'll follow Take you on care. twitter thanks adam thanks adam bye. Bye. thank you bye. Oh, all right. Now we get to get into the real good yeah. stuff. Now that we've got him out of the way. Um, surely, seriously, no, thank trouble. you for, th no, we will not. We promise we won't get you in trouble. No. Uh, the good trouble, the good kind of trouble. This is the My mom's always story. Real what? Yeah. Tell you your story. Just yeah. your, your life. You're, you grew up. Did you also grow up in Long Island? Is that where you're from originally? Yeah, I grew up on Long Island. I got married. We were so young. Um, I was 18, Jeff was 20, and then six weeks after we were married, my dad was in a very serious car accident that was supposed to take his life, and oh, wow. so I thought it was 
be a good idea to get pregnant and give him a name. And wow. I broached the subject with Jeff, who thought it was a great idea because at that time they had just stopped deferring husbands from the draft for Vietnam. They were only wow. deferring wow. fathers. So when I suggested that we try to get pregnant, Jeff was all in because the army was not for him. Wow. And one, two, three. So that's why Adam was born a year after we were married. Wow. And uh, I, I was happy. In fact, Adam went, spent the first six months of his life at Penn State because Jeff was graduating Penn State that June. Adam was born in December. And I went, he was the only baby in state college. And uh, we would go to the fraternity parties and put him in the house mother's suite with a little pledge pin on his onesie. And it was ridiculous. He's been the life of the party since day one. Yeah, (laughs) that was the last time Adam partied. He's a straight, he doesn't drink. Yes. smoke he doesn't have fun he's as straight as an arrow yeah well and he got it all out at a young a... age i mean he got it all out as a baby he didn't really have to later on so right. First months, it was enough for him that was yeah. you know he overdid it that was he it for him. his wild oats at three you know, months so, that yeah. is a different um parenting yeah. technique than any we've heard so far on this podcast yeah. which is just let your babies party early yeah. get early. it out of the system <laughs> Just let them experience it everything. And then they have a desire later on. And um, as a matter of fact, some of Adam's high school friends that he's no longer friendly with because he's too straight, we're still friendly with. We Love see it. them. In fact, we had dinner with one of them last night. No. But Oh, my God. That's amazing. Well, wow. and uh, can I ask the follow-up of did your dad, did he end up being okay? Did he get to meet little Adam? You know something, it took a very long time, but he and Adam turned out to be the best of friends. He was compromised, but they turned out to be the best of friends. And he was given a name through Adam because Dylan's named after him. And that was the first person that was named for him. So Adam was produced to give him a name and he did give him a name, but through Dylan. Love it. Wow. That's wow. a beautiful yeah. story. My dad, yeah. my dad was, I don't know if you guys have heard of John's bargain stores. It's probably before your time, but my dad was the founder and chairman of the board of John's bargain stores. When we got married, he had 500 stores across the country and warehouses. He was like the uh, forerunner to the dollar store. Wow. He, he, he was brilliant he went to school, but he was brilliant. But, Six weeks later, he went from rags to riches, from riches to rags, because it was a one-man operation and nobody could run it. And while he was out, they nobody could run it, and they went Chapter Eleven. Wow! It took him years to get better. Yeah. Wow. That is an incredible story. And yeah. tell me, yeah. tell us about your your mom. My mom was just the old-fashioned subservient. If you tell her the sky is pink and the sky is pink. I ran circles around my mom. I had no discipline whatsoever because I was just like my dad and there was no stopping me. So my dad was a strong disciplinarian. I was a tough disciplinarian with the kids. I had three children by the time I was 25. Wow. All three kids. You had to be. I was 25. It was, it was very, very tough. And then I had them, um, I would 
feed them, bathe them, put them in pajamas, and then first go to work to meet Jeff and to make all the signs for the store and stock the store and give him, bring him his dinner. So it, it was a lot, but I was young. It didn't matter. You were so young as a mom and you have three kids when you're 25, which is incredible. What did you, what was your... I mean, when you think of your own children, it's crazy, right? It, yes, it is. But it's how did you try to raise them? Like what was important hard. to you when you were raising your kids? What was important to me, it was important to me that they do well in school. Adam like never missed a day of school of until we came to the third one to Jordan. Jordan was like a little bit different than Adam and Marnie. Adam and Marnie were very focused, direct. Jordan still flies by the seat of his pants. You couldn't have two kids more opposite than uh, <laughs> Jordan lives in Las Vegas. <laughs> you know about Jordan? Adam's young. Jordan no. is as famous in his industry as Adam is in his industry. Jordan and his college roommate, they just got a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Cannabis Society for 30 years <laughs> in business. They they make no bonds. They no way. What? Yes. I'll show you. This and, is amazing. Oh, my God. Wow. That's, that is Do you incredible. have a discount code for Lisa? Because her yeah. bong is, I've used it and it's. Oh, you have to, you have to go on the website. Jerome Baker. J E R O M E Baker. The most, the most, well, I always thought it was, I don't know what, but I just found out that it came from Jerome because they followed the dead. So Jerome no was for Jerry Garcia and okay. Baker was because they were always baked. Getting baked. So that's so. So good. you have one son who is like Baker. on the straight and narrow, straight laced. Yeah, could not have been more straight. And, and then it's the right. other one that's the best bong seller in the country. And Marnie oh someplace. In the and Marnie in the middle. Well, he it. his college roommate was very. His college roommate is very artistic and creative, and he used to blow glass pipes in the parking lot of the dead, and. Mm -hmm. They would sell them. Jordan had the business experience. So Jordan was the business end and Jason was the creative end. And they made bongs for Snoop Dogg. And, and no. I mean, their company, they're in Vegas. They had um, they had Gronk's retirement party at Jerome Baker in Vegas. No, he has like right. a whole workshop. Yes. We're going to have to do a you. second podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Adam was, was but Adam is, Adam who? Adam who? Who cares about Adam? I want to hear more about Jordan. <laughs> I might have to meet him. We're Jordan's amazing. Wow. I had no idea. Uh, the so most good. beautiful, this beautiful. So I could show. I have a collection here. Do you, fact, I was going to say, COVID, do you have one? Can I, I you show us to, one? Uh, sure. Oh, I have so I'd many. I have them it. all over the house. Show us your favorite one. Oh, this all right. Is, this is the best. Because they are pieces oh, of Oh, there's so yeah. many. One's more beautiful yeah. than the next. And you won't believe it. It's such an yeah. art these days. Anything glass blown is just, oh my gosh, it's just kills it. It's so good. It's so good. I this feel is, like we really just uncovered something. Here I, I feel that like I absolutely uncovered a gem here. How did here. we not know this? I, yeah. How did I not know this? I've known Adam for 30 years. How yeah. did I not even know that? Never even. He's good at keeping secrets, I guess. But he is good. At, he said that. He said, he, boy. he said he's good at keeping secrets. And you know what? He is 100% spot on right. That's incredible. So good. Oh my God. I cannot wait to see which bong she's bringing back. Oh, oh. look at that. It's beautiful. It actually is beautiful. That. Wow. Is, oh, is that a beautiful. 
Oh my gosh, I want one like for display. It's so pretty. They are all on display. I want here. in my in my dining They're room. Fabulous. Like a I'll show you pictures. I will show you pictures of bongs that I have that you can't even believe or that George wait, I'm gonna show you. So, so this, this is, is another actually... tease that for people who are actually listening to Adam this podcast. Know. Make sure you go watch this. I, I'll show you something else. Okay. Because you don't want to miss these bongs. Uh, Adam yeah. does that was beautiful. With the gecko, Jerome Baker. I, you yeah. can't even imagine. Okay, so well that's okay. Now that now that we know, well then I guess my question to you, Shirley, is how do you? Because I think that's the one thing, and I've said this on this podcast before. But my dad always said you can't take too much credit or too much blame for how your kids turn out because everyone they're so different. So different. And you think you're doing all these things and that you have such an influence on who they become, but like really the blueprint for that little human being is in place when they come out of the womb. So how how did you navigate having Adam first and kind of seeing what he was about as a little kid. And then all of a sudden you have your daughter and then you have Jordan who goes a totally different path. Like how as a, as a parent, what advice do you have for people whose well, kids I, go in very different Jordan directions? Jordan was the first child. He would have been an only child. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, different. Like the thing hand, no two are the same. All I cared about was that they grew up, that they became independent, that they became self-supporting, that they, didn't hurt anybody, that they did good in the world, that they could help people and be kind-hearted. I didn't care what they did. I wanted them to be happy. Now, yeah. Jordan was worried. There was a time that the government came after um, paraphernalia, and it was called Operation Pipe Dreams. And Jordan was worried that they were going to get in trouble. And so he came to work for us. He sold his half of the business to his partner for one penny. No. And he bowed out and he came to work for us. No. And they did get in trouble because Jerome Baker was one of the best known. Any people from back then know Jerome Baker. And Jason went to jail. His his college roommate went to jail. Wow. For how long? So uh, six months. Six okay. months. And then he was under house arrest for, uh, I think, a year, and he wasn't allowed to do anything with anything. And then Jordan somehow got back into it. But Jordan's the type that he came to work for us, and he was selling merchandise, and he had a territory, and he went to a dead show in California over Labor Day weekend, and he said, I will be home on Monday. We said, we'll come home from the beach. We'll pick you up, and we'll go out to dinner. And he called on Monday, and he said, don't pick me up. I'm not coming home yet. And he came home Labor Day a year later. No. Now, I never no. sent him clothing. Money. He was gone a year. I want to meet Jordan so yes. bad. Yes. Can we meet? I would. What a, we, oh I, we need to meet Jordan. Lisa's going yeah. out to Vegas. Vegas. Give him a call. He'll come wherever you want. 100%. I I'll am. give you his I'm number. Going. You could call him. Love it. Oh, you love him. He's, he's, oh, wow. he's adorable. And also, it's just amazing to think about how far we've come that they were busting and sending people to jail for making glass bongs. Right. And now where now things are with yeah. The, yeah, the cannabis industry. They couldn't, they couldn't control it. It's so ridiculous. It is. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's wild to think how, how much has changed in a, not that long of a time. Um, Shirley, one of the other questions we always like to ask moms, because I think a lot of moms, and I can say this as a mom of two young kids, you just don't know if you're, what you're doing right or what you're doing wrong. And you got, you know, mom guilt and all those things. You feel like you could always be doing more. If, if there was one thing that you felt like that you did that really made a difference, 
in who your children became. What is it? And if you could go back and do anything differently, what would that be? So a two part question. Well, you really have to lead by example and you really have to give them your true undivided time. You really have to spend time and be there. You have to be at the games. You have to be the class mom. You have to go on the trips. You have to, you just have to, for better or worse. And if you could do anything differently, what would it be? If you, if you look back. I, you did I a pretty know. good Maybe, job. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I really don't know if, no, I don't know. Even though the kids, the kids might have complaints. I, I will tell you this. I was walking with my walking partner and, and one of the kids was mad and they thought I was a terrible mother. And I said to them, this is the truth. I don't care what they think. I know I did my best. I tried my hardest. There's nothing that I would do differently than what I did. And so I really feel guilt-free and if they're pissed that's their problem i don't care i did my best and let them be mad i don't care that's how i, I felt it. when they get i mad love your honesty them. yeah so right it's so and good i, I love it I, I, did, I did the best i could and if it wasn't good enough that's their problem i can't help it Perfect. i love that answer they have shirley schefter i have no guilt good yeah. I Good. really gave did you have it? Did you have did you struggle with guilt when they were younger? Like did you were there things that you felt guilty about when they were younger? It was, was so it- hard. I mean, there were years, there were times that I, I never thought I was gonna live through it, truthfully. Yeah. It was so difficult. It really was torturous at times. But I just waded through it. It is an adventure. Wow. Parenthood is an adventure. There's no doubt about it. There's no manual for how to deal with all the difficulties. There's no rule book. There's no rule book. Shirley, the one thing I really did want to ask you about, and, and we I mentioned it earlier when Adam was on and we didn't get a, a chance to really dive into it with him, but he talked about the book that he wrote um, about his current wife's late husband the, titled The Man I Never Met. And it's an unbelievable book and it details sort of how he met his wife, Sherry, and her story and that she was a 9-11 widow. And she had a son when Adam and... Uh, and she started dating. So I just would love to hear from your perspective what that was like, because from what I understand, Adam was a little bit older. He was in his late thirties. He had not found the right person. And then all of a sudden he's going on a blind date with a woman who had suffered, you know, incredible trauma and had a child and had so much to navigate. So what, what do you remember about when he first told you about Sherry? Well, at first he wasn't interested in, um, in anybody with children that was married, anything. But then Lisa will tell you, Adam was like going through women like crazy. He was, oh my God, keeping up with Adam and his dating. Oh my, he went through everybody in Denver and then sometimes twice and having to have a background and everybody. And bringing, bringing him to Super Bowls and, and having him sleep in the same room as you guys. So yeah, there was a lot in Adam's love life. Maybe that's another show we'll have to unpack one day. <laughs> oh my God. But um, he was really desperate. He was depressed. He was down and out. And the truth of the matter was, Shari was not the girl he was supposed to meet. He was supposed to meet somebody else in his 
fraternity brother was at, we were in the Hamptons and Adam was in such bad shape that we were going to my friend in the Hamptons for the weekend. And I didn't want to leave Adam home alone. It was like 4th of July weekend or something. I made him come with us and his friend came over. Adam went in the house for something and his friend says to me, I don't know how to tell him, but the girl went back with her boyfriend but there's this other one. I said, don't tell him, just introduce him to the other one. He won't know the difference. What's the yeah. difference? That's how Shari came into being. Wow. So I mean, that is, and they, it, it felt like from that moment though, it was like they were the, they were supposed to meet. It was the meeting yeah. that was supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. They have the yes. And Adam is very good with the Mayos. Uh, Shari's first husband's parents, Oh, they're wonderful, wonderful people. I mean, we love them. And uh, and Devin was such a blessing. He was an elected gift to our family. And I was so happy when Dylan was born because I said, we owed you a grandchild because I had Devin and now you have Dylan. So, uh, that worked out really well. But Adam's the one that keeps them in the picture. He really keeps them alive in that house more That's than Shari. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. incredible. I got to meet Devin. Devin's so tall and so handsome. Wow. Yeah. I know. Devin looks like an Italian movie star. He's so gorgeous now. And everybody, Adam says, this is my son. And everybody looks at Devin. Right. I did it too. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Devin's like six foot two and a half. Adam's like five foot nothing. And uh, yeah, where did we come from? I think as a mom, what you want is your kid to find that person, right? That's like you want your you want your child to find their match and someone who Jordan's single. He's never been married, and he's fifty one. And I would love first. I wanted him to find a nice Jewish girl. Then it could be anybody. Then it could (laughs) be a boy. Like now, I'm up to an animal, but I don't care. But spoken like a true Jewish mom. I love it. Okay, now I'm going to start working on finding finding Jordan someone. Yeah. I got, I got okay. a couple right when you said that, especially when you said he's 51. I got a couple. Okay. Never been married. Wow. And wow. a heart of gold. This okay. could be a matchmaking podcast. We could For do like real. a spinoff. Yeah, that would be uh, good. I got a couple yeah. in mind. Yeah. That I think you would like okay. to, Shirley. I trust me. I'm thinking of thinking about I, I would like friends. anybody. Believe me. <laughs> I, I would like anybody. It doesn't matter. Man, woman, beast. It doesn't matter. Cat, sheep. So, does he want to get married? Does Jordan want to get married? You know, I think Jordan's like, it's yeah. past him now. He's, he's sort of given up on it, but. Yeah, never too right late. It is never too late. I agree nope. with that. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Well, I can't wait to see who Lisa's gonna. And then we, I think we should yeah. have Jordan on next time because we're Heck definitely yeah. gonna. You need to be a reoccurring guest, Shirley, because this is yeah. this was amazing. Wow. Um, is there anything that we haven't asked you about, as like from a mom perspective, or any stories that you want to before we let you go on with your day because we've kept you way too long that that you'd want to well, share? Well, I will tell you. Um, the second picture I sent you with Adam and me with the Michigan mom sweatshirt. The reason for that was when I took Adam to Michigan, I always get to do these things alone because I'm a problem solver and I like to be handy and do stuff. And Jeff doesn't like to do that kind of stuff. So I go alone. It's just easier. So I got him to Michigan and I have this big duffel bag I'm carrying and some big senior comes over to me, says, give me, I'll carry it. I said, no, I have it. He said, no, no, I insist. I'm Scott. I said, I'm Shirley. He goes, I'm from Huntington. I go, I'm from Belmore. 
okay. And he's carrying the bag. And then down the hall, the elevator opens and Adam gets out. He goes, Ma. And I ignore him and Scott ignores him and we're walking. And he goes, Ma, Ma. And Scott looks at him and I look at him and Scott looks at me and he goes, what the fuck? And he puts the bag down and walks away. And Adam comes over and I go, you just cost me my boyfriend. And with that, Adam buys me that sweatshirt that says Michigan mom. And he says, you will wear this the whole weekend. And if you look at that it says Michigan mom, that's because Scott got me in trouble on my first day there. That is, well, the funny thing is when you sent me that picture, I was looking at it and I thought it, you literally look like you could be his girlfriend because you guys, you are so young. Scott thought I was an incoming freshman. Oh my gosh. Where's Scott now? I wonder what's Scott doing? Let's get Scott on. He probably never left Huntington. If he wasn't smart enough to figure out that I was older than that I was a Michigan mom. I'm 75, by the way. You look fantastic. Wow. And I had no cosmetic surgery. Wow. Nothing. Wow. What's yeah, your gonna, secret, Shirley? Yeah. Before we let you go, tell us I your secret. Formaldehyde. You what? what? So, no, what? I'm teasing. I oh, I was like, well, I, swear, I was like, wait, what? We were like, oh, we'll do it. Like, where do you oh. buy it? Where do you get it? I'm going to buy it right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they made me centerpieces with all my sayings. And this was my favorite thing about my party. They had centerpieces that were like flowers, like a pot of flowers, but they stuck in my sayings mm-hmm. and it says, Shirley says, no is not an option. Shirley says, Love bad it. decisions make good stories. Shirley says, and all, you know, why limit happy to an hour? All my little sayings, oh, there were three or four different flags in each flower pot. And that was my favorite thing from the party. That's and that's a, what everyone knows. I want all those things. I want to, Adam needs to put that in his next book. All your mom sayings. Those are I so mean, good. I want to have a poster that yeah. says bad decisions, make good make stories it, right. and why limit happy to an hour. Those, that's, those yeah. are like life altering. And no yeah. is not an option. And no that's is not an option. That's no the best. Is not yeah. an option. You know, Love when it. people say something that you don't like, just stare at them blindly and go, no, no, no. <laughs> and just, no. And get it and done. you just keep saying it. Yeah. And then they they know they'll find a and solution. They have, and yes, it. and they work it out. Shirley, I would like to formally on this podcast ask you to be my agent. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know if you're taking clients or not, but I need you. I need you. I would say I'd like to form I was gonna say I'd like you to be my mother, but actually I think I want you to be my sister. Yeah. Okay. okay. I want you to be my sister. Let's do that. That's perfect. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I always wanted a sister. Perfect. I mean, and this is going to be Monday if I survive all my travel. Yeah. We're gonna fi- oh, we are going to come gonna- find you on Monday and we will do something fun. And, and if there's anything that we can do to make Dylan's trip to Phoenix more exciting, let us know if there's anything that, that she, her little heart desires, but I can't wait to see you in person. I can't wait to meet more Schefter family members. I'm really excited to at some point have Jordan on this podcast. Cause Holy cow. I might even be stepping into his uh, store this uh, weekend in yes. uh, Vegas. So yeah. Thank you and for that you letter. Why Adam, has kept his relationships and i'm going to tell you why because adam is truly above board honest he's given up stories because people have asked him to hold them till they say it's okay and he has honored that at the expense of losing that story and people remember that and they know they could trust him and and uh 
and yep. it costs a lot, but it come, you know, the rewards are greater in the end. Short-term loss, long-term gain. And he, the longevity that he's had, and who knows how long he's gonna he's gonna do what he does. Because again, I don't know how how long you can keep up with the schedule that he has. But he has more energy than anyone I've ever met or seen. And I just think that to your point, Shirley, like the fact that in this business, it's easy to, when people are trying to make a name for themselves and when you have a scoop that everyone else is getting it wrong and you have a thing like to hold it and know like, hey, I'm honoring this relationship by not going with it. That's that's why he is able to do what he does and why he has so much respect from everybody. Um, so good job. Good job on that one. Good job on all of them. Oh, Shirley, we'll see you in a week. I'll no, see you on Monday. I will see you on Monday. Yeah. Shirley Schefter, you're the best. Have a good rest of your oh, day. Thank you so much. Thank we'll you. you. I appreciate that. Aww. Love you, girls. Have, Take love care. Love you, too. I don't even know how to close this episode because that was just absolutely incredible. Um, I will say that... There is so much more to the Schefter family than I even right. thought that I knew. Adam needs to write another book. Adam <laughs> needs to write like four more books. Or yeah. we should write a book about his family because that's incredible. Well, that's I amazing. love his mom. Like so open. It, it, it reminded me a, a little bit about Jan Kittle, what um, yeah. George and Emma said about her, that they, they fostered their creativity and encouraged them to be creative, encouraged them to be their own people. And she has two opposite ends of the spectrum where kids, both of them, I'm equally great hearts. I know Adam has a great heart and it sounds like Jordan does too, but just very different personalities. But that's just such a tribute to the parents, you know, like yes. to be able to encourage that and to have them be as successful as they are. I'm just, I'm so impressed. So really I impressed. Too. And yeah. I think Lisa, you hit the nail on the head when, when you mentioned it, it's, it is about figuring out how to be there and support and love. Like you talk about treating your kids equally. Yeah. It's, it, it's, you give each kid what, what they need and they need different things. What, right. what works for one doesn't work for the other. What one needs, the other one doesn't and vice versa. So it just, mm -hmm. it, there's no, like, like we always say, there's no manual. It's messy. Yeah. It is random. Yeah. And I loved how honest she was about how there were times that she didn't think she was going to get through it. Yeah. I mean, that, that is real. And I think every parent who has been she through was, any yeah. real stuff with their so kid. So young. She, yeah. And she had Adam written initially to prevent her husband from going to Vietnam. And and because of her dad, who was right. in a horrible accident. Like it's, yeah. it, the stories are, are unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I love her. thank you yep. to Shirley and to Adam, because that was amazing. I'm excited that we're going to be able to see them in a couple of days. Yeah. Um, so on that yeah. note, please stay tuned. Make sure that you're subscribed to our YouTube channel, because we're going to go live. We're going to have a ton of fun stuff planned, a yep. lot of great announcements, a lot, lot of good stuff coming down the pipe next week from Phoenix. We're going to be spamming your mm -hmm. inboxes with We're going to be annoying content. the crap out of everybody out there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, and, and I, you know who I'm thinking about today? Who? Donna Kelsey, who is going to be the first yes. mom ever who's got two sons who are playing against each other in the Super Bowl. So yep. what we a, are gonna, we're going to talk like to Donna dream. at some yep. point, but and I can't imagine I think, the stress. Yeah, I think it was Jason that said, she goes, or maybe it was Travis, but they're like, hey, no matter what, my mom can't lose. It's true. It's true. She is going to be so happy and so sad for, I mean, that there's going to be all sorts of emotions. So thinking right. of you, Donna, good luck with all those media requests that I'm sure are coming your way. And <laughs> no, you got one more coming up. Mm -hmm. Lisa, love you. That was a blast. That was so fun. Yeah. I'll see you in Phoenix, baby. Okay. Can't wait. I'll see your mom in yeah. Phoenix. Your mom is going to be in Phoenix. Your mom's a Super Bowl. <laughs> hey!